On that note, a little later, I have a note that just all caps that just says, Bruno, you piece of shit. And welcome back to the Trash Watch Podcast. It's week number two of Ashley Scared Stupid, or I guess our, our Spooktober. I, did we officially decide to call this Ashley Scared we Stupid? We didn't call it anything, and we all kind of picked different things. So there's it, it's, it is our generically spooky, nondescript month. Okay, I like it. That's this like week it. Brandon Scared Stupid. This is Brandon Scared this, Stupid this was, this was week. This was a grade school Brandon Scared to Trauma. Well, it's it was a it was a nice change of pace after Cronenberg's The Fly. This week we did 1990s The Witches, starring Angelica Houston, My Zetterling, Jason Fisher, and Rowan Atkinson, Mister Bean himself. See, yeah. Chris, you talk about it like the the body horror is somehow downgraded from last week. <laughs> I don't. Okay, I think it is. Okay, it isn't. It isn't like. It's uh, not as goopy. Does that make sense? It, here, well, here's what it is. Um, as an adult watching this, this yeah. is much less intense than The Fly because oh. uh, it's all Henson. So it's all Henson creature yeah. effects. Yeah. So it has that great sort of whimsy and charm to it. Even when it's like grotesque and scary, it's like, okay, but it's, you know, it like the Skeksis. Or there's, a still, there's still a charm and a, and a verve and life to it yeah. that The Fly obviously doesn't have because it is going for a much, a much more uh, dark place of the soul for its creature designs. Um, it's li- but when I tell you as a child, the things you're made to witness like witnessing because also you see that it's it's an instant it's like a quick transformation so it's not like a slow deterioration thing it is yeah. a quick transformation in a very horrifying way along with a lot and like the framing around it just yeah legit traumatized as a kid or like i've revisited this since i was a kid and boy howdy it's mm-hmm. like we're moving through the three the stages of matter because like last week it was liquid and then this week it's gas we're, mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see whatever brian brings to us <laughs> I forgot this was a Henson feature. I did too. And I yeah. felt a lot better when I saw it. I was like, I bet this is not going to be as horrifying to me as an adult. Like the thing is now I wasn't scared as an adult watching it. I wasn't bothered, but like no. watching it, it's imagining back to myself as a child. I'm like, I get why I was so messed up by this. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of like, not only children in peril, but there's a lot of like awaiting death to happen in this movie. And it's just, it, it's a lot to process yeah. even like for me, it was a lot to process as an as an adult watching it, thinking about a child watching it. Like, I, I don't know. I I walked away a little different from this movie last night. I was putting it off because like I'd seen The Fly, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, now we're moving into stuff that I don't know, and I'm like, Ugh. oh yeah. So, by the way, twice two mo- two horror movies in in like less than seventy two hours. Oh, I'm God. proud of you. <laughs> uh, oh, this one, thank goodness, like. I was, uh, I was, I was, I, I was not uh, as disturbed once it got started because all of the credits are in green, which I wrote down mm-hmm. as the color of witches and Muppets, and there's fun music, just like yeah, it's, it's a very happy opening for my horror pick. Yeah, yeah. and it's <laughs> it's mentioned under crazy credits. <laughs> the opening credits zooms towards the camera above an unknown snow landscape. 
Yeah, yeah, I wrote down Snow's Doom, and I was like, "There's not. That's not part of this movie. This movie's not about snow in any way." No, really I thought it was all in England. I didn't realize like part of it, like the first fifteen minutes, is in Norway. Like, Norway. yeah, yeah. But I guess also, ostensibly that's what it's supposed to be. But did I guess entering? But yeah, it, but yeah. it doesn't like pan down to like a snowy house. It's just like uh, here's yeah, a house. Yeah. It's not like winter yes. or anything. But well, I, was I was like confused though because boy howdy there is a lot of helicopter shot for the opening of this movie it was so long to get to the actual start of this movie i was like are we the witches are we flying over the alps like what is happening i don't understand but i also am really proud of whoever put the credits together because i feel like they had a lot of fun with their powerpoint animation options Mm because like the they all change like they're different some of them like swoop around and then some of them like fade in (laughs) also angelica houston angelica houston gets the pre-title credit at first when i saw that when i saw that last night i'm like oh is she gonna be the only one that gets a title credit that's ballsy (laughs) and And then i saw more for like like, 40 minutes (laughs) right yeah although i forgot how fucking sexy that woman is like i'm going i'm going to drop dead gorgeous in this movie i'm going to submit my take here Mm-hmm. So this was 1990. Al Pacino was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for uh, Dick Tracy this same year. Okay. Angelica Houston should have gotten nominated for Best Supporting Actress for this movie. Yeah, she, she eats this scenery like it is Devours the goddamn five-course meal that they it have in the feast. banquet. <laughs> so fucking I'm like, good. holy shit. The scenery is chewed to bits and her dress plunges deeper than an olympic high diver oh my god and then she does fucking body rolls like little tiny little body rolls for like five Mm -hmm. minutes and i'm like what the hell oh we're gonna talk about that we'll we'll get there i have thoughts i I have a question to ask it's not delicate there's there's a question that might be accused of being crude but it's it needs to be discussed so let's let's we'll get that up can't wait Uh, but yeah we open up with with uh our norway grandma our norwegian grandma uh telling you know like you do to your grandchild informing them about the ways of the witches <laughs> I mean, and she she talks about all these things that uh, she talks about ordinary it compares the high grand high witch to the ordinary witches so i was just immediately like ordinary witches needn't meet committees and ordinary <laughs> witches get keys to cities and ordinary witches oh. never turn the children into mice yes. perfect nailed the meter stands well Uh, yeah just like so much exposition just right out the gate she's like all right there are witches also there's a grand high witch and also let's do a let's do a flashback to when i was a little girl i love her line about how like the like there's witches they work ordinary jobs because i just imagine like a witch working retail or like fast food just would you like fries with that? <laughs> I, I do want to know what Angelica Houston does for a living because she just has money, apparently. Um, but what what was funny, though, was trying to do a little research this afternoon on this movie while I could. So there's a, a big following on the idea that grandma herself might actually be a witch. Well, she says there are good witches because uh, right. she does mention like late in the film after like shit talking witches for two hours. Yeah, she's like she's like eh, maybe I'll find a good witch to help out. I'm like, but uh, somebody on good Reddit just the fuck. Yeah, somebody on Reddit was pointing out though, like at the beginning they're sitting around the table making candles, and apparently she's making symbolic candles. Like there's a crescent moon candle and a, a seven or eight pointed star candle and like those are See, all like I, really important i would think it's like, more that she is secretly from a long line of witch hunters 
and those are like wars like that, that they too. have to protect. Yeah. Because also, Matt- you find out she has a missing finger from previously battling the Grand High Witch, and uh, a non-controversial opinion, I want to see a movie about the grandma. I think it would be more yeah. interesting than this movie. And yeah. I like this movie, but it would be much better seeing young grandma like storming through the Norwegian countryside fighting witches. They also, made it. It was to- called Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Or whatever that Jeremy Renner movie was. Boo that man. Boo that man. Brian, put it <laughs> edit in booze booing you. <laughs> Fine. I just want to say one, the grandma doesn't help shit in this movie. Like she I I agree because like she was totally sus at the beginning. I'm like, is she a goddamn witch? Or like, what is she doing? Is she's very like suspicious? And then it's like, well, maybe she's like it's supposed to be some sort of like witch hunter or something. And, but no, she is useless. She is useless in this movie. She's she carries useless the mouse and then she gets diabetes. She is the witch <laughs> Ahab where she is like Ahab for witches. She's just like, she, she lost a finger years ago. And now she's just like that. She's making the candles. Cause it's just like her entire life is obsessing over witches and just like I carve the candle for the witches now. In my head, just I think she used to be a badass and like yeah. whatever she lost her fingers, she got like messed up. And so she's like limping along and like this is her one last hurrah, like distracting the cats. Yeah, is like the one last hurrah she had. That's all she does. <laughs> all she does. <laughs> well, I was shocked how big of a role diabetes plays in this movie. <laughs> it leads. Um, it's responsible for. One of the, the funny, one of the funniest lines I yes. have ever heard. We'll There's get also, to it. We'll get we to have it. a Wilford Brimley pronunciation. Is all yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Also, sh- speaking of the kid, though, shout out to the kid because man, in this opening scene, he does some glasses business where he's just <gasps> like, mm, mm, mm. like, I don't think okay. he actually knows he's in a movie. I think they as just a kid put who a kid wore glasses the all the time, hundred percent accurate. I would just be like, I'm gonna just stick around and put them on my face. Weird, like accurate. They're unfortunate glasses, too. Like, you can tell it's the 90s because it's just these big ass glasses that are like covering his entire face. Actually, <laughs> like, you don't oh, know. Honey. It could be the height of fashion in Norway. It's yep. so funny. I remember, I think, because I got glasses when I was in first grade. And so I thought, about, like, when I first got glasses, yeah, they were like the size of my face. Yeah. Um, and then, like, by the time I like got to high school, I rebelled. So I got like the, like, as small glasses as possible. So, like, <laughs> My high school glasses are like the size of my eyeballs only. I want to see teeny glasses, Brandon, so bad. And so, like now, now I've resolved to like, okay, no, like now, now I've gotten past the trauma of having glasses the size of my head. Then I'm like, okay, now I can get like a normal size glasses. I'm fine having glasses that are like a decent normal size. I've got a lovely bunch of spectacles. <laughs> they are sitting on my nose. Bum, 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 Big bum. one, small one, some as big as your head. Oh, I dropped them. uh, nobody uh, must know that i dropped them in the toilet not i the man who signed the paris peace accords okay you know what though useful or not in this movie this fucking grandma rules because she's telling her grandson like a bonus witch story just non-stop Mm -hmm. witch stories and she fucking lights up a stogie like let me tell you kid let me tell you about a girl who got kidnapped in my village she lights up she's the she's the fucking taxi driver from scrooge Oh, let me tell you a story. Oh my God, Erica Niagara Falls, Luke. Niagara Falls. Oh, when I, uh, when Erica I, got snatched, her parents were crying. <laughs> I did get a little worried though about like old lady telling witch stories to to the child. I'm like, she's gonna get vaguely racist at some point, right? And, well, and then she didn't, the thank stereotypes God. about witches. <laughs> 
unless they trans unless they're stereotypes i'm not familiar with they're like so yeah. old school racist that i don't know that like maybe this is what people said about like romani but yeah they have purple eyes and no toes <laughs> they have stumps where their toes should be no uh, really like the the stereotypes in this are, are misogynistic more than racist like also, I, you know, <laughs> I want to talk about uh there, there's a line when she's telling them about all this stuff and the kid's like you know have you it's like, I've never seen a witch. Like, I don't think they really exist. And Granny goes, oh, well, we've never seen the devil, but we know he exists, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was intense. Like, wait, did I miss a... I want that prequel movie where <laughs> Granny well, and I, Luke fight the that's devil. That's what happened. Granny killed the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, she we sent him back to hell where he belongs. Yes. Yeah, she has we, like a trilogy. They're going to do like a whole Kenobi series about Grandma. Yes. Okay, so Erica, we tell this horrible story about Erica who gets snatched yeah. by a witch back in the day in Norway, and they they address this later. Uh, the Grand High Witch yells about this, but I wrote down, I was like, wait a minute, so this witch who presumably has magic just fucking grabs a kid off the street? Yeah! She doesn't use witch powers or magic. Yeah, which also, also so like, kid just fucking grabs her. The whole lead into that moment is a grand talk about like all the ways you can identify a witch and avoid a witch. And it's like none of that stuff would have prevented her from just like yanking her off That's, the street. Just yeah. like. I had I, I took issue with this because like the, the theme, the moral of the story from the get go is like knowledge is power. If you can identify a witch, you'll be safe. And no not even a little bit like how do you how do you fight back when you're in a room full of goddamn witches you're like i know you're all witches that doesn't protect you at all like, also the yeah. also this witch doesn't give a fuck because the girl erica like yeah. drops her little thermos bucket thing and she just leaves it there presumably for days because yeah. then the police show up later and they find it and they're like oh well, that's no weird. evidence though like you go into her house and she fucking yeeted her into a painting <laughs> like, and that's, that was the question for me like what is the point of stealing the child to put him in the painting like i'm guessing you well first off i think they just hate kids and so like getting kids out of the world in any way is a good it's not like it's not yeah. like um hocus pocus where they're stealing it's not like they have to anything. consume them or something yeah, it, just, it, the, okay. the no, trivia like, specifically notes that the, neither the book nor the movie explain why the witches hate and victimize children uh, it's because <laughs> they're women who haven't had kids therefore they're evil Right, like they can't have mm -hmm. kids of their own or something messed up like that. Actually, oh, yeah. you know what? Who doesn't They're like, not who beautiful, doesn't like so therefore they can't have. Kids I have a th my new theory is they want to eradicate children because the world smells like dog shit. Well, because yeah. just the overwhelming odor of children is just driving them all mad. Are you Thanosing this right now? Yeah. Are you justifying? You know, Ashley. Ashley, I also want to say. You accuse us of being misogynistic, but at least 50% of those witches are men. <laughs> I think it's more like 75. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's an 80-20 man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> women, women get 70% 70, 70 of, of the witches that men do. <laughs> It's all the incels who are like, women won't sleep with me, therefore I can't have kids. So I'm going to shave my head and go hang out with the witch. I, gotta, I just got to become one myself. I, I, but it's so as you might imagine, I saw this as a kid and like the big moments stand out in me. But I forgot enough oh. of this movie that imagine my fucking surprise when there's a mom and a dad. Holy shit. I, for, I, 
Grandma's reading but a story. Course, like, okay, I remember grandma. I remember the kid. And then all of a sudden, a mom and dad walk in the room and I went, the fuck is this? And well, then you're like, oh, in, right. The first thought I had was, oh, this is going to end badly. For yeah, them. because you you quickly remember, oh, right. This is a raw doll story. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, five notes later, it's, oh, that's why I don't remember the parents. <laughs> well, there's this like freaking ominous like camera angle. It's yeah. like sideways camera angle. And, and then like this music them. just like. Oh, is, is, are there ominous camera angles in this movie, yeah. Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> And so we we get like the lesson here. We're basically, I mean, as I alluded to a little bit ago, don't like have that, parents. I, that's also a good advice. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, the lesson for children is to never bathe because which witches can't smell dirty children. They smell the dirt. But if you clean off, then they can smell the children. So really, witches smell cleanness. And. Yeah. Grandma suggests once a month showers. Yeah, the secret to avoiding witches is you just got to shit yourself and then nobody will go near you ever. It's and this literally. comes back in a questionable way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? We'll get to we'll it, get though. there. We'll get there. Yeah, but she tells I, her grandson, you got to shower at least once a month. And I'm like, that's twice as much as I shower now. What the hell? I don't like though. I I did have a problem when, when maybe grandma... that's why you're single, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris is so horny on my behalf. Not Too anymore. horny on my behalf. No. Like Chris is like abandoning dates with Merritt to try to get me a date. It's weird. It's true. <laughs> hey, listen. You know what? I'm done. You're a big. You're a big guy. You can do it on he your calls own. Up Mer- He's like Merritt. Sorry, honey. I can't make it tonight. I, I there's a girl it. that Brandon ran yeah. into once. I'm gonna go stalk her. He almost <laughs> called you a big boy, and I thought that was adorable. He changed it to guy at the last second, and I loved it. However, <laughs> uh, watch out because uh, so. Right now. I was really hoping so far- we could gloss over that, but we didn't. Oh no, you're not allowed to give away with anything, Chris. This is your curse for the podcast. Also, fun fact: big guy's not any better. Uh, so at the movie theater, a lot of times customers were just because I was I was heavier, as you know, back then. Sure. Um, and a lot of times customers were like, "Hey, big guy, like just call me big guy." As a matter of fact, and I loved it because man, it dumbfounded one day. Uh, one of my black coworkers at the movie theater in the valley. Yeah. Uh, like I, I mentioned, it's like oh, I hate when people call me big guy. And then I was uh, taking tickets to the guy. He's like, here you go, big guy. And he goes, you call him big guy. You can't just call someone a physical description. You can come up to me and say, hey, black guy. And the customer <laughs> like shit their soul out of their ass. Like, they <laughs> were not prepared for that confrontation. Awesome. <laughs> Which is really funny because then it led to he, he then then around the workplace, he would call me big guy and I would call him black guy. Yeah. So then smash cut to like a month later, I'm going to see a movie with a friend yeah. and we're, we're going and he's leaving work. I'm just going on an off day to see a movie and he pulls up and he yells, hey, big guy to me. And I go, hey, black guy, my friend, <laughs> not knowing this a relationship we had, shits his soul out of his ass. <laughs> and I just called some random black person, hey, black guy. Uh, he says that's perfect. Oh, it was Damn such a it. good time. God oh, bless him. Amazing. <laughs> uh, but this kid is this kid is horny for witch stories. He's had an evening, I like mean, hours of witch I would stories. Be too, though. He's getting put to bed. Well, once I saw Angelica Houston, I'd be horny for witch stories. It's true. But uh, she, he's been told for hours and he's going to bed. He's like, one more witch story. More witch stories, please. I need him directly in my fucking veins. <laughs> we have mentioned earlier the identifying the witches. Like, there's a purple twinge to the eyes, stumps for toes. And then grandma says that they also wear plain and simple shoes and it can look like any person, like any, you know, whatever 
person that you just run across the street. And all I thought was, that's really shitty. It could just be a lady that wants to wear comfortable shoes. Right. And now children oh, yeah. are going to run up right? to her and be like, you fucking witch. Yes. My exact note is she is training this kid to attack random women. Yes. I don't, I don't care I see. For Fine, it. you're right. Maybe it's not the most. Uh, wait a minute. Are you suggesting a Raw Doll story might not be great towards women? <laughs> I don't know, a bit, Ashley. A bit, a bit. I don't know. That doesn't sound like a good old Mr. Doll. <laughs> what I know. <laughs> Racially sensitive Mr. Doll never airs. And so little uh, Luke wake up, wakes up the next morning and he goes into his parents' room and they're gone. And the kid does one of my favorite things, which is the two-syllable diet. He's like, Mom, yeah. dad. You just see yeah, like a Home Alone montage of walking through the rooms of the house. Uh, and let me ask you, so they cut outside as we see basically police uh, cars approaching the house. And did anyone else notice that there's like fighter jet sound effects yep. playing over this? Yep. Scene? I said, there is a weird plane overhead sound while the police are getting out of their car. What is happening? And you said, yeah, sorry, like, sorry, Luke, mommy and daddy were killed in the blitz. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's not like a regular plane. Like it sounds like a jet engine. And I'm like, I could see if it's one thing like, okay, a plane flew overhead while you were getting that shot and you didn't have time or budget to refilm it. Yeah. And it's just an establishing shot to a carriage. But this this is an added sound effect of like a fighter jet fly. I'm like, what is this? What the fuck happened? Like it's it's so out of place that like I wonder if it was a mistake that just no one caught and Probably. it's just now in the I, movie in perpetuity. It's off screen, Granny. She's she's flying the bomber jet. She's going after the witches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um there is a haunting image here though with with grandma and little Luke after the police leave and she's like she's sitting on the couch draped in that long scarf that her da- the daughter or daughter-in-law was wearing while they were driving the car and Luke climbs on the couch with her and it's just the two of them and like the the giant scarf and I was like oh this is too real I just want this yeah. to be about you know witches and turning children into things yeah the parents definitely should but because also like is they don't go into it. Is it meant to imply like the witches got to her pa- his parents? Right. That's that was my question. I'm like, wait, how or what just, just happened? Was it just I know. I think it's just a bad car crash. But like, yeah. apparently in like, the book, Luke is in the car during the crash. Like, ooh, what? Ooh. Dark. Don't like yeah, it. the book is. The, I'll tell you about the ending later. The book ends dark. So this movie is a little weird in structure and like there kept being things I thought were set up that just never happened. Yeah. Cause like the kid is playing with this radio in a weird way. I'm like, yep. Oh, yeah. okay. This radio is going to like help him fight the witches or something. And like, no, this, this radio never makes an appearance again. They I think spend- it was just to prove to grandma that like, she has to raise another child and she's just like, fuck. Like <laughs> <laughs> kids are annoying. <laughs> I'm starting to wrong. think the witches have a point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she doesn't. She doesn't help herself by getting him mice later as a pet. That's, <laughs> yeah, oh, that we'll is, talk. We'll talk about that with those fucking mice. I'm baffled. I have other questions about the mice. Um, okay, so this the first witch of the movie that comes by while he's in the treehouse. Yeah, they moved to London. Yeah, that's the thing we're missing. Ooh. They they moved to London. That's not uh, Angelica Houston. No, it is not. No. I did just like the idea, though, of like grandma's pumped his head so full of stuff. And now he's the crazy American kid at school talking about witches all the time. <laughs> yeah. so like oh, this english shit. school I'm, yeah but oh, no. the, but just so you know the treehouse scene is one that i remembered vividly i remembered every beat of this treehouse scene this is one that stuck with me yeah she's just fucking handing out snakes real subtle like 
I don't want people to think I'm an evil woman. I guess I'll hand out snakes to children. Yeah, my note here is like the witches disguise themselves as ordinary people and yet have all the subtlety of a fright train. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, she eventually switches to chocolate. I'm like, that's better. You're learning. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I don't know about everybody else, but even as like a 10 year old boy, I would not be on board for snakes. Like, I, I don't like snakes as an adult man, let alone as a child. It's a big swing. But yeah. So, so yeah, this first witch, though, he's he, like, he's in his treehouse and she's like, come on down here. And he's like, fuck off. Also- <laughs> She, and then he yells for the grandmother and she goes, your grandma can't hear you. And I'm like, Jesus, did you kill grandma? Like, because again, grandma does shit. Grandma cannot <laughs> protect him. She does not protect him at any point in this movie. She's only there <laughs> like, to remind us that she lost a finger somehow. Yeah. Actually, her war is done. She defeated the devil. What more do you want? From her? <laughs> her battle is done. Let her I go. Feel- went down to Norway. Night. He was looking for a finger to steal. Yeah, I feel like the house is going to trick her now. Like, if she's given up on fighting. Like- <laughs> she 100% is going to get tricked by the house. And she's going to be pissed about it. Actually, Ashley, like, the Grand a- Witch tricked me. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I have a note later on here that's going to match what you and I are thinking right now, which Grandma's just trying to kill herself so she doesn't have to raise this child. <laughs> so on that okay. note, so, that, so basically, uh, Grandma comes out, the witch runs away, and she takes uh, Luke in. It's dinner time, and um, then she gives him she gives him the my, cage of mice for his it's birthday. First, yeah, and he starts like talking all about how he's going to train them in the circus. And Granny just looks like she does not give a shit. And so I'd like to read you my note here. <gasps> yes. Oh, good. Go, go. Please do. Granny has no patience for all caps. Holy shit! Did Granny just die? <laughs> Yeah, because I wrote down what is this weird grandma trance she fell into, yeah. and we already we already spoiled the headline because holy shit, diabetes plays such a big role in this movie, which is strange my- because the doctor assures us it's a very mild case of diabetes. But my my note here is is grandma dying or has she just literally had it up to here with this bullshit and cannot take him any longer? But both. yeah, it's yeah. both. I mean. Yeah. The- there's going to come a day where she just grabs a bowl of sugar and it's like, it's time to end this. <laughs> she kind of does that at breakfast. <laughs> yeah, oops, she just, she, just she, a little bit. She's like, I'm going to emulate my favorite movie, The Fly. But I will say this, Ashley. If this movie's so sexist, how come there's a lady doctor? <laughs> I did she... think about that. And then the little boy's like, she was such a bitch, wasn't she? And it's like, <laughs> what the hell? Because grandma trained him that normal women are the enemy. <laughs> this kid has been trained by this grandma to hate every woman. Yes. And that that that's the that's like the that's only the only real mention of profanity in the parents' guide because it says some name calling, English swearing in parentheses bloody, and even a use of bitch. Also, I don't want to I don't want us to trash a, a small child, but is it just me or are William and Mary real shit mouse names? They're real shit mouse names. <laughs> They're very English. They're like, and but he's not English. He got them in England. They didn't come with the names, I don't think. But here's the thing. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like that's not even from the book. I think like they just handed it to this kid and said, You can name them whatever you want. We'll keep it in the movie. And he goes, William and Mary. Thank God, because we could have had some real bad names. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we lost Brandon. Uh-oh. Brandon says his whole internet is down. Oh, no. He's trying to reboot shit. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to look at the... I'm going to, like, 
you know, input this episode into into audacity in a in a couple of weeks, like to edit it, and I'm gonna forget yeah. that this happened. And I see like, <laughs> oh, a three hour episode. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I saw a um. So Disney's like it's their fiftieth today. Yeah. At yeah. Magic Kingdom, and so I was watching a couple of the live streams, and <laughs> I flipped over to one of the shops that has all the fiftieth merchandise, and it was just a absolute madhouse like people pushing each other and you know like mosh pit style like throwing arms and one lady had like seven purses around her arms and people were trying to rip them off of her body and i'm like so imagine like the ultimate black friday but everyone's wearing mickey mouse ears and it was it's just like oh god but then i looked at the wait times and you know, like the ride times were under 30 minutes for everything. And I'm like, well, okay, that's, you know, it's, it's a win-win for me. <laughs> Wait times. Yeah. Splash, Splash Mountain, 15 minutes. Big Thunder Mountain, 20 minutes. The gift shop, three hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, on t- so it was on Twitter today that there was some TV writer, Katie Delaney, talking about a previous writer's room she was in where apparently, like, one of their writers, former writers, like just completely lied about being in the military (laughs) and like like a big scale like lying about like oh yeah i served in this blah blah and like in like detailed lying and then like anybody did like the most cursory in like look into it and they're like oh you're full of shit like how the it's like that is crazy like how did you like you basically lied and scammed your way into a TV writing gig. Oh my God. But like, that just tells you that people will do anything that they, that they can to get what they want. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, in like in a romantic comedy, that's a, be- like, that's like, that's like a funny thing. And like, Oh, that's a Sandra, really that's a Sandra Bullock it. movie. That is yeah. a Sandra Bullock movie. But like in real life, you're a fucking trash human. I, like yeah. what? Although that would make a really fucking great Sandra Bullock movie. Especially because she would like accidentally, you know, it's like uh-huh. while you were sleeping, uh-huh. like she's just like, oh, yeah, I guess I was in the military. <laughs> like she makes like a joke about it. And they're like, yeah. oh, my God, we need a female vet on our writing staff. We're writing this whole show about it. She's like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and then sure. when they find out, like when they find out in, at the, uh, you know, act three or whatever, they're all sitting around and like she'll come up with some, you know, crazy monologue about being like, I've just wanted a job like this for so long and you all have been so amazing and I want to honor everybody and this wasn't whatever. And then everybody forgives her and you're like, this is great and wonderful. And my heart feels like it's going to melt like cheese, you know, and then, yeah, that would work. Hugh Grant plays the producer that she falls in love with. And- <laughs> yes, and he's the one that's going to be like, you're not in the military. What the hell? Yeah. But he's also going to be the one that's like, you're a good writer, kid. This thing writes itself. <laughs> it's, it's it's like there are formulas to rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, despite uh, all that, none of us were able to successfully pick one for, the, for rom-com month. And then, oh God, but, what, but what would you call it? Like, what would you call the like? Mm. Purple hearts. Yeah. Purple oh my God. There we go. Hearts. Oh, oh, well, there we go. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. So this is how I sound. So it's up to you guys if you think this is what we should have on the episode. It's not bad. 
I mean, I honestly, like worst case scenario, I throw in like a little quick thing of like Brent that just a quick mention that the internet went wonky and like Brandon shit so hard. <laughs> and he <went> shut off. <laughs> so they show up at this hotel they show up at this hotel yes (laughs) and 20 minutes in we finally get there she is angelica houston in all her glory uh the and also we immediately get the wide angle close-ups that are all over the movie from here on out like non-stop every other shot is a wide angle close-up on someone's face in case you didn't get that the world was wonky and askew and it's so weirdly like lit, like it feels like it was a made-for-TV movie at points. And like, and uh, Nicholas Rogue, the director, uh, he was the cinematographer on a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, among various others. Hmm. Interesting. But he's, he's he he had a career. Well, good for him. But uh, my my one of my notes here is don't go to a third location with grandma because like every <laughs> <laughs> every location has been disastrous for this boy so, so far. Oh my god. So I think that's gonna be a running theme on all of our movies this <gasps> month is like don't go to second or third locations with the you know protagonist of the film. Yo. It's not gonna be good. That oh my happen. god. Yeah. Uh, the, but you know what? One thing that is good at this uh, that this tertiary location is Mr. Bean. Yeah. Yeah. Bean. Rowan Atkinson. Oh, he's so, so good. good in this too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he. This is. This is. Pretty sure this beat uh, Home Alone two to the punch. Like this is the Tim Curry like angry yeah. hotelier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But Tim Curry. I mean, I, I, no disrespect, Mr. Bean. Tim Curry perfected the art. So, however. Fun fact from the trivia. During the production, actor Rowan Atkinson caused a disaster worthy of of his comedic character, Mr. Bean. Atkinson went to bed with the bath taps still running in his room, causing a leak which damaged the crew's electrical equipment on the floor below. Oh, wow. Oh, no. (laughs) God bless you, Rowan Atkinson. Oh, it's so expensive. You crazy bastard. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. So Luke and his grandma are here at Mr. Bean's hotel. And also here is the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children. I wrote down here, <laughs> my Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children t-shirt has people asking a lot of questions already answered by my <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you, Brian. You can buy that shirt on Etsy right now. <gasps> of course you can. And, and there's Chris one heading did. to Chris's house right yeah. now. <laughs> There might be. It's headed to Chris's house now, along with several federal agents. Chris has to pay for our shipping, so I'd have it for my Disney trip. Yes. Chris is going to wear that on Monday on his Disney trip. Yes. That'll be perfect for the pictures. Yeah, and also, these uh, I, I wrote down, these witches are so horny for Angelica yes. Houston. Which, fair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did write, are they all witches? <laughs> and they're, they're just like fucking quivering at the sight of her. And I'm like, I get it. But also, Jesus Christ, keep it in your pants, yeah. witches. Ashley, it took me an embarrassingly long amount of time to realize that not every woman in the movie who has or every woman in the movie who has uh, bad hair in this movie is supposed to also be a witch. Because like I, I was just like halfway through the movie, I go. 
Why does the hotel staff look so awful? Like, what is wrong oh. with their hair? Oh, oh. oh. Well, okay. the one who keeps playing with her hair, it's yeah. intentional because she's stupid, Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because it starts happening. I was like, wait, is this supposed to be a thing? Like, no disrespect to Rowan. I love him, but I'm like, I did. I don't immediately think of him as like a Lothario who's going to be like having a, a extra vocational affair. I no, no. It was so. I'm like, we're, I was like, oh, we're going to get a movie that's not horny. No, nope. well, and especially no. because she has so many bald men that oh, she could oh. pick from later on. And, and can I say that is not the horniness in the film? Even we'll get there. I, I have I, I have a very indelicate question to ask. Let's get there. You, oh, that's the second. I keep tease. teasing it. I keep teasing it. Because when I wrote down the note, I was like, I don't want to write this note, but I have no other thoughts in my head. Just note. Um, so, Bruno. This film, yeah, this film also establishes among the many things that uh, Raul Dahl apparently hates and is insensitive towards is fat people. Yeah, I wrote down. Yeah. Raul Dahl loves writing fat children who can't stop eating, and this oh one is God. also start has and a name as a BRU name, Bruce but, and Bruno. Like, but also, mm-hmm. uh, you know, writing fat people in peril. He loves putting fat children in peril. Yeah, like Augustus. Like his first draft, all the sentences started with "this fat piece of shit." <laughs> <laughs> well, and he wrote a character that I hate. I hate this child. I'm like, he's a pain in the ass. Until I met his parents. And then I'm like, oh, (laughs) that's why I hate his parents. Oh, yeah. I wish his dad had turned into a mouse. Let's just be real. Like, like, I I was I wish his dad had turned into a corpse. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest disappointment of the film that the dad gets saved. Yes. (laughs) I was just so upset by him, by Bruno taking like singular bites out of these like iced buns and then putting them back Ew. and people are going to What a real that? piece of shit. Fuck that Ew. kid. Fuck that kid. I mean, kid. I like the foreshadowing that he's going to become a mouse. Like, yeah. n- you know, after the thought, I was like, oh, that's why he was taking little bites and putting them back because he's going to be a mouse. But yeah, it was big, big, I think, deadly dirts the energy of like, oh, you have those ice cakes. I like yesterday. They had these. I want th-. like I was like, oh, OK, I, I get this fat British mm-hmm. kid. Uh, speaking of authors who hate a bunch of people, including fat people. <laughs> um, I I did like though that Luke made the choice to walk away. I'm like, yeah, good Luke's choice, like, Luke. Gonna... Luke That's me because I, I, I knew I knew I knew the fate of both these children. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, do they like prefer each other? And I was like, no, Luke just kind of like pieces out. Like, yeah. see ya. Well, Luke like, has to, an asshole. Luke has to go back to designing his H H Holmes murder castle. <laughs> that he is planning <laughs> for these mice. Yes, yes. Well, it, it's so good because yeah. So the maid sees the mice, freaks out, and then Mister Bean comes and like, you can't have these mice here. And talk about a big swing. Grandma is like. Starts instead of like trying to sweet talk, it was immediately like, I will fucking call the health inspectors on this. I will get this place shut down. I'm like, you could tell she was a fighter in her past because she, mm-hmm. she, her, her only option is chaos, is violence. She woke but, up, he wakes up every day and chooses violence. You think I'm afraid to die again? But also, like, <laughs> grandma is not a good influence on Luke. Like, mm at all no Tra- <laughs> like it's such a the parents dying is a bigger tragedy than normal because that means she's yes. left with this psychopath yeah <laughs> and, and and like among granny's like many like dumb moves is you know there's the whole thing where where she convinces rowan atkinson to leave them alone it's like all right just make sure the mice stay in the room yeah and they're totally gonna stay in the room it's like yeah. okay grandma easiest thing in the fucking world 
don't let him take the mice out of the cage. Just say, Luke, keep them in the cage. Yeah. Yeah. And what does he immediately do, Brian? Take them out of the room. <laughs> like, I'll throw them in my pocket. Under her direction. I'm going to take them out of the room and go to this random conference hall to train them to walk a tightrope. Yeah, we got we got a few things before we get there. Because yeah. I, 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 yeah. I'll tell you the visceral reaction. Um, so, But I wrote down at this point because they go to like a dinner scene next. And I was like, yeah. I don't get wrong. The witch's story is good. But these witches are disrupting a perfectly good Mr. Bean runs a hotel movie. Yes, <laughs> yes, because like, I, I would watch a movie so much of Rowan Atkinson trying to run this small seaside like in and just keep like dealing with like obnoxious children and everything going wrong. And it's like, the just, weekend of the big inspection and his boss is coming. Mr. And Mr. Bean's his, faulty like, towers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it definitely he is the manager and his father and like his future father-in-law owns the hotel and mm-hmm. it's like the big weekend he's got like it's a great movie they're setting up that we don't get and it's this just is, this is the second movie we've just written and pitched <laughs> <laughs> while you were like having your internet minutes. issues we wrote a uh, a spec on a sandy bullock rom-com where <laughs> she accidentally like says something Lies. along the lines of being a, a, a veteran and yeah. then gets mm-hmm. hired to be a, like a writer on a show or whatever, and then they find out, and then she has to like get back in the you know the good graces and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, really but talk, talk, <laughs> yeah. If you want to write a screenplay, though, you want some writing shorthand to get me to hate a character and also have a panic attack immediately. Is yeah. have a, a white man go about go on about what's wrong with this country. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Bruno's dad, that we first meet him, he's like, he's like, this is exactly what's wrong with this country, and goes on a rant about, I guess, the fucking service at this hotel dinner. Ooh. Yeah. You, you oh man, of, it's, it's a good. Honestly, it's a good Bruno. thing he didn't he didn't stumble on the uh, the men dressed as witches because he would have had a real problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he's and trying then, to fuck the he's trying to fuck the witches later. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did make a note here. Is Mister Bean a witch? Because like the way he looks <laughs> at these children, I'm like. Is he not in the room wearing the wig? No, he's like, just a sensible Englishman. He's, he's just full of hate. No, he's, he's independently full of hate. And that's what gives him all of his sexual energy with the other uh, cleaning lady. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it's angry it, sex is, for sure. Is he is he handsome? He's no. not unattractive, but he's he's very goofy. Yeah, he's, he's goofy. Okay, okay. He's, he's good looking in this movie, like young Rowan Atkinson. But like Mr. Bean, like all I can think of is him as Mr. Bean, and he like yeah. doing like googly eyes and like oh, yeah, like that's the problem. Yeah. When he, <laughs> yeah, when he's looking normal, he, he's just you know he's normal like a dude. But the problem is we so like burn into our brain is like giant bug eyed, like weird limb shaky guy. If you haven't seen it, go on YouTube and look up the the sketch, the fatal beating sketch. Oh, it's so good. It is. Mm-hmm. It and it's because it's it's perfect. Like Rowan Atkinson, like does not break character, despite like the funniest stuff that he is saying and doing. That mm-hmm. there's also uh, yeah. Ro- okay, just quick top five Rowan Atkinson. I love that. I love the Welcome to Hell speech from Rowan Atkinson. Uh, yes. I love the uh, Olympic opening games where he's playing synthesizer for Chariots of Fire, <laughs> and then I love his mime drum routine. All. Of- same all of those. google all the youtube all those you'll you'll have a great time um and and future episode rat race uh um, yes he's the narcolepsy. it's a race <laughs> <laughs> 
I've never seen the whole movie, (laughs) but I've seen I've seen a lot of it up to and including him like like falling asleep with the key in the locker. (sighs) Yeah, it's the fucking meme of like the giant monster approaching closer to the bench as we start sweating and it's rat race and trash watch. (laughs) That was one of those. um, uh, Do you remember uh, dinner in a movie on TBS where they would like. It was a yep. late night show, yeah, where they would cut in and teach you how to make a meal for your date or whatever while watching the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, a very strong memory from Rat Race and that TV show, and I cannot wait to talk about it. Here's wow. how to cook rats. Uh, you're not, you're, I mean, you're pretty close. Rat is in one of the words of the food dishes. Well, uh. you know who can't eat rats or sugar is grandma, because diabetes sucks. Grandma can't have anything. Well, also, it seems like... <laughs> Half of being a witch just seems to be like kind of mildly fucking with people. That's it. I was just gonna say, like, if it weren't for the diabetes, this would just be like because she turns her sandwich into fish paste. Yes. <laughs> which I'm like, that's such a fucking grade school move. And then she puts sugar in her tea, which I'm like, okay, that might kill her. Like that, that, that that's <laughs> well, a even, move. yeah, because even Luke says, says grandma, like, sugar this- can kill you, and she looks like she just wants to be dead. And she's she's like, your point being. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. need more then, because it's going too slowly. <laughs> yeah, but when yeah, the first thing was just like, oh, a gross sandwich. I'm like, this is this is Bush League. Come on, which is <laughs> you can step it up. Ah, uh, but what's not Bush League is I well, I tell you, literally, I text you guys this. So uh the grandma goes up to the room and, and Luke, of course, just starts wandering the hotel with his mice, like you do. And he walks into the ballroom of this hotel. And literally just seeing him in the scene, my heart rate quickened. I oh. physically felt like I, I I wasn't like in a panic, but like my heart rate increased that I noticed it. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I knew I knew consciously it was the room, but also my body like unconsciously was like, I don't like I don't like this. I don't want to be here. Yeah, because this this is where it all this is where the worst of it goes down. Dear mm. God. And also like I, I I've just been going through um all of Kubrick's works and I just watched eyes wide shut the other day for the first time. And Mm -hmm. the ballroom also has just like a lot of the same vibes as the occult, you know, mansion party. And I'm like, Oh, I, I don't like this either, but I was right there with you, Brandon. Like even last night, I'm like, Oh, everything's turning red. And you know, it's within the next five minutes, I'm going to be very uncomfortable. So question, Chris, is are the parties in Eyes Wide Shut more or less extra than Angelica Houston in this scene? <laughs> oh, nothing oh is. so much less. You can't well, you can't top her in this. Let me you tell can't you, top what, Witch Hitler. Let me tell you one word that describes her with the cape throw and her poses with the cheering oh. crowd. She yeah. is fucking iconic. Yes, it yes. is the height of her powers, and she loved every goddamn second of it and she deserves it she should have it it's so good it is really great it's so good meanwhile grandma's passing out because she had sugar and she's like (laughs) reading reading in bed and she's like oh there's a moment though there's a moment though in a few minutes where while she's passed out and things are happening to luke she's reacting like she knows the things that are happening to him so is she passing out like i didn't know if that was just the diabetes or if there was something more sinister happening no she's just chasing witches in her dreams just (laughs) there's a point there's there's so much weird like adr like people like moaning and breathing in this movie there's a point 
she's like asleep we, we cut to her asleep especially when like he tries to like wake her up and she does nothing because she's got diabetes sleep <laughs> and she she's just like moaning like she's having a sex dream and i'm like what the hell grandma yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. awkward and, well and she talks about a puss later too which doesn't help that situation it's true <laughs> all right yeah so it's great because ashley knew there was like transformations in this movie like that's why we kept saying like the transformation yeah and uh we get what she assumes we were talking about because once all all the witches file in angelica is done voguing on the stage uh (laughs) and mr bean gets locked out then they they all have their witch reveals and the super creepy fucking witch reveals because angelica houston like peels off her like fake human face that she has and everyone has the the wigs that they take off and they have like scarred heads. It's it, it's wild. It is like and Angelica Houston has this like weird like duck beak and like like a long like uh uh you know like do- plague doctor beak and like she's like her chest is now just like bulbous but not in like a breast way. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. But like I um I have a question about their teeth. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't remember the teeth being a part of the grandmother's warning. They're just and British. They- yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, these are the these are the British witches. I'm glad you all made that joke. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Ashley's too much of an Anglophile. She's like, yeah. I can't get banned from the I country. Can't, I can't. Yeah. I can't. The, the uh, but it's really funny, like just a practicality of the budget for the makeup. Basically, the further you physically were from Angelica Houston, the less makeup you had. The, you had less makeup. <laughs> it's true. And so that's in the how we got room, a yeah, bunch of men. <laughs> yeah, because you'll see there's a lot of women up front who have bald caps covering their hair and they have like scarring and stuff. And then there's just some dudes who are bald. <laughs> just bald. Yeah. Or weren't bald and then had to shave for the. Yeah, or just like that would shave their head, just extras. Because, yeah. yeah. Now, so the first, like up front, they had, like even up front, the ones who aren't full, like, transformation plague doctor nose angelica they they have like a lot of effects and stuff and they are they have like brows and the bald cap and they really went for it but then yeah it quickly it drops off as you get further and further from the front of this crowd you're just a regular person with a bald cap or a guy in a dress i i do have to say like her costume her makeup the the it's it's phenomenal like it looks even it holds up like now in hd or whatever on hbo max but the thing about this, her Angelica Houston's witch character, when she has the face off, that gets me. It's not even the face; it's those gigantic fingers that They're she has. So big. That was the thing as a kid, like just made just made my entire body want to shut down. I I can't I cannot do long fingers. I can't. It's very the Dark Crystal, right? Yeah, like I don't it's like, all... yeah, they're very Skeksis. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, as I'll tell you this. We'll, we'll see what we'll see what comes in our future movies. But I feel like this might win for most evil plan of a villain, since their plan is to kill every child in England. <laughs> yes, I do like yeah. that. There's a sensible witch that's just like I think people will notice if we do that. Like, and then Angelica Houston starts dropping sick rhymes, yeah, <laughs> and, bur- and just burns this woman to cinders. Ah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it God. is the it is the uh, you have failed me is the name of the trope, and it's the classic henchman speaks out against the 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 main villain, and to show how evil they are, they kill one of their own hench people, yeah. uh, and she fucking explodes this witch, 
She shoots. Which, is it out of her fingers or her eyes? She shoots laser beams. Her eyes, her eyes. and a little bit her fingers, like mostly yeah. her eyes. Yeah, she shoots lasers at her, and then we just see explosions, and then it's left a pile of dust where she stood. And st- yep. but like it's one of those things in a in a comedy that makes me laugh though is when they shoot somebody in a chair like that and they explode and the frame of the chair is still standing but there's just no like pads so I I did, I yeah. did laugh I did laugh at that a lot <laughs> I I do have to know who's financing these witches because we find out Angelica ha- is going to give them all enough money to go out and buy every sweet shop in England. <laughs> Well, I mean, look at her. She might be like the world's most high class madam, you know, and she's they, just... she has to have a mundane job, right? Like oh, mm-hmm. she's like thing? way too oh. attractive with her like fake face. Yeah. So maybe that's how she's been able to hide. I don't know. Like there there are a lot of questions about like oh, the, no, how a, she fits the mold. She's a bank manager. That's yeah. it then. Or she's like the t- secretary of the treasury or something and she yeah. can like print all the money yeah mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of great lines in this i just want to give a special shout out to uh i'm gu- i guess it's an insult that uh the angelica calls someone a blithering bog bumper yes yes, yes. i also wrote that one down and also blithering. a bumpkin yes but once i heard bog bumper my brain melted out of my ears so i couldn't awesome. no more notes just bog bumper so, because, uh, yeah, that's right. There's a witch who's like, oh, once you're out of the sweet shop, oh, okay, we're going to poison all the children and kill them. She's like, are you fucking dumb? Then they'll know it's <laughs> us. Well, she, she says, you don't mind getting caught. And it's like, yeah, because you guys have been so subtle up till now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so hey, one word comes to mind when I see Angelica on this movie, and it's subtle. <laughs> <laughs> With her German Hungarian accent and like. <laughs> and the world's yeah. deepest V. Yep. A deep V that will put the guy from house to shame. Yeah. <laughs> That's this the V I want to Captain, see in the house remake. Captain, the V, you can't go any deeper. He's just, just one watch me. <laughs> Hold my beer. Uh, uh, this, this is where I take umbrage with the film because this child has been in this room this whole time and oh, nobody smells him. Yes. Nobody smells him? Thank you. Oh, that means he, he's going to get one bath a month. Right. Grandma told, Grandma's caring for him and Grandma's like, it's cool. Literally Although, only bathe once a month. I will say his hair is so just ratty in this movie he may you're, you might be right he may not have showered in a month but his yeah. hair is so what chris ratty ah. <laughs> i was not saying the words uh, <laughs> god the balloon trap door is stuck i oh, can't stuck. get it oh, <laughs> damn. you know it's the balloon oh god wait, never Brian, in my the, van's apartment. In, the van's stuck in there with it oh god they can't <laughs> breathe oh no <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know what sound drop that'd be. Good fucking luck. Uh, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Um, when, it's muffled. <laughs> when they take Angelica Houston's face off, the flat like front of the mask is just so. It just like it reminded me of the face stretching from Brazil. Just you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. It was. It was I, it's not a ple- seeing it's someone's face off thing. is never a pleasant experience unless no. you're watching the hit film Face Off. Yes. Uh, yeah, but she she reveals Formula eighty six, which is her her secret <laughs> potion. Uh, and then the, what does it do? Can what I can do? I do this as? Yes, it you can. <laughs> can. Ashley, give us life. Give us life. At first, they will shrink. Then they will grow far, and then a 
Goddamn! And all this will take 25 seconds because they shall become a boss! <laughs> it's so good. It's so oh, good. you better God. believe Night on Bald Mountain's oh. going under that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, she like, has. It, it's, it's I so didn't good take as many pauses as she did. Like no, the way, even. the amount of time it takes for her to deliver those like four words, like, oh my God. Well, here's so the thing. Also, she 100% practices speech in a mirror because she goes, I have made the best formula. It's my, fa- it's my best potion yet. It is called Formula 86. And one of the witches goes, awesome. What does it do? And she goes, so let me tell you about the delay barrier. She doesn't answer what she's going to do because she just keeps on the cadence of her speech. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much business about like, okay, it takes this many seconds, but if you get five doses, you skip this delay barrier, but there's 500 doses in this bottle. I'm like, oh my, we get it. We get it. It's a magic potion. Stop <laughs> no, doing the, no, we don't need to see, see the accounting on this. It, it, and like Ava's been working on her tight five stand-up set. Like she's <laughs> just like, she, I mean, she starts, she starts going like after she explains how this works, she's just like, yeah. yeah, and then another thing. You ever notice how children smell like dog shit? And the audience goes, "Whoa, they do." <laughs> the Roald Dahl was like, "How do I make this believable in this book about witches?" Oh, I know. I have to come up with the scientific formula between behind turning a boy into a mouse. Yeah, I am sad they- to say though, I. <laughs> I did not have time today to try to figure out the math of like what the dosage per child for 500 doses in a tiny bottle of that size would be. And yeah. I'm a little disappointed in myself. But the, uh, yeah. So then we find out that she gave Bruno a piece of chocolate with the formula on it like 20 minutes ago and invited him, basically she invited him to come to the ballroom and it's like he's going to arrive just in time for us to see it take effect. They bring, uh, they, they just, the witches bring a child into this unaccompanied child into this conference hall and lock the door and yeah. then proceed to make him walk down the center aisle while holding their nose. If I was Bruno, which I, I was basically Bruno's size, I, w- I would be thinking that they were like being super, just like pranking me like, oh, this guy he smells so bad. Hi, ladies. This is funny, isn't it? Let's bully a small child. And this yeah. is where I wrote down my all caps note, Bruno, you piece of shit. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, here's, here's a literal piece of shit. Yeah. Here's where we get to my notes. Okay. So Bruno arrives. The witches are all very excited, let's say, about this event. <laughs> And this is where we also find out. This is where I was like, there, there are definitely some men dressed as women. And then I was like, okay, mostly men? Because he walks down the aisle and you're like, those are just dudes. However, the framing of this as Bruno's walking up the aisle, at the head of the aisle is Angelica Houston. That's the grand head witch. And she is standing there bubbling with excitement. And as she does it, her fingers are twisting and curling while she holds her hand directly in front of her crotch. (laughs) I I do not want to, but I have no choice but to ask you all, is the Grand Head Witch fingering herself with excitement about this Uh, child? There's nothing about the visuals that does not tell me that's exactly what's happening because she is like writhing. uh, It is uncomfortable visual for this children's film. I'm going to throw this to Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> this is these are these body rolls. Like she is vibrating. Yeah. Like yes, yeah. she is. And yeah. although, like, is... I don't know. Like in her in her in her lady form, like her mm-hmm. non like, you know, like a uh, creepy yeah. witch form. Like yeah. I don't know where her vagina is as a creepy witch. So like m- she might not be. It might, but her clit might be somewhere else too. Like I don't know. She could. She might be. I'm just saying. The evidence we have is her is her hand his her hand being very active in a, a sort of like constant repeated rubbing motion held in front of her crotch as she rise with visible pleasure. The only thing I'm taking away from this conversation right now, I need you to understand this, is we get to use the educational tag <laughs> because you talked about vaginal, you know, and clitoral areas, which educational. But now we also get to do it for um, health information because I just learned a lot. Well, the important thing is make sure explicit is on every single episode we do. Oh, yeah. No, no. The E is just automatically on at this point. Yeah. yeah um, do merit a favor and uh, pretend like you're Angelica Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris, just, I think just, I haven't already. Just, just take Come some on. notes. Angelica seems to know what she's doing is, is my point. And now the thing that is thoroughly unerotic is is Bruno's laugh. The exact opposite of eroticism is Bruno's fucking weird ass. I don't know what's going on, but I'm a white man and I'm going to act like I'm in charge. Laugh. <laughs> Nervous energy of. Well, <laughs> so Brian wrote down Bruno, you piece of shit. My note is, oh, Bruno, you hungry little dummy. Like this. <laughs> that's my my true. I feel bad because my note is just no, Bruno. Aww. My follow up note is fuck it. I'm on the witch's side. This movie shows us that children are garbage. <laughs> they are garbage. I mean, you're not incorrect, but also I'm not going to fool, especially because oh. what, what's about to happen yeah. is so upsetting. Yeah. Oh, boy. I- Yes, I said earlier, I am so glad I did not see this as a kid because this definitely would have would have uh, scarred me. It it changed me a little bit last night because I I had said earlier, this was I don't have a memory of the mouse transformation. I always remembered it as just the witches taking their faces off and just being grotesque, which tells me that my brain buried this for a obviously a reason and last night it's it's it flooded back and i'm not yeah i'm not the same person i was 24 hours yeah ago. don't get me wrong the witch transformation is creepy but it's not is not the reason that like 20 years later my heart rate quickened it's when it's i only saw thank thank god for the puppets later because if they weren't as cute as they are i i would hate you right oh now. there's so much there's so much joy and cuteness and fun to be had in this film yeah. other than these like really trauma because also this is the more like visually terrifying but the, the also the next transfer the other transformation after this is more like emotionally terrifying yeah because they're yeah. both but yeah but this one so bruno starts burping violently because fat people are funny and roll he turns like he birth. turns he turns pale like the fucking he's in the exorcist he's just having convulsions steam flies out of his ears he has like green smoke pouring out of him and then we get these freaky like mid-transformation werewolf in london designs yeah like he's like thrashing and i like that that's like to me the really unsettling thing is mm-hmm. he's like very fast like there was one yeah. moment where um there was a green wash on him and it looked like some, like one of the witches behind him had her hand on his head and was literally stretching his neck 
and like mm-hmm. pulling him. And I'm like, I, I, mm, I don't like it. Oh yeah, it's it, but it's yeah, just transformation of him into a, a mouse is just super freaky, and then he just bolts like he's mouse. He's in his clothes and he bolts and runs off out of the room, and the witches right are all idea. celebrating. Yeah, but then oh boy, the horror I felt as a kid though. So after he transformed, the witches are all celebrating, getting ready to leave, and then one smells Luke, and then when they all fucking turn when they smell him like the turn of all these witches these women that are whore like so scary like terrify me as a child and then all of a sudden they turn and they're searching mm-hmm. for our, our our main character mm-hmm. and Ooh, who does boy. a shit job of hiding because the first he's hiding yeah. behind like one of those like partition things and then he goes out from from behind the partition and just kind of like, crouches next to the stage yeah <laughs> Yeah, despite the earlier like Home Alone waking up sequence, as we're done, Kevin McAllister he ain't because he's shit at escaping. Yeah, speaking of, like, um, I think you're in big trouble, Luke. Like oh, Brandon, <laughs> speaking speaking of waking up, apparently he like that kid fell asleep right before, like he was startled by his cue to run. Like, <laughs> wow, yeah, that's awesome. They, uh, I I do like that they 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 identify his smell as a small lump of dung. Like yes. that, that, that kind of brought a little levity for me at that moment, but you're right. When he gets surrounded by them, it is genuinely terrifying. And, and the big horror of the stuff that happens in the ballroom, like my, I forgot about this chase. I thought mm-hmm. it immediately went to the next transformation. This mm-hmm. chase is intense. There's, like, yeah, it's it's people, There's a yeah. slow-mo jump off of the piano. There yeah, are like having, bald men stepping on a child. Like having, to- yeah, sorry, God, Ashley. We need to talk about the baby in the baby carriage. I briefly want to say uh, that uh, up to the baby carriage, like having just done Halloween Horror Nights, it's like a haunted house because like he's even when he's running past like on the deck, all of a sudden arms will just reach out of like shrubberies and grab at Uh him. And it's 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 horrifying. Yeah. But then he gets to to the seat. He's like on the shore. He's heading towards the beach. And there's a woman with a baby in a baby carriage. And this witch just fucking walks up and just kicks this baby down the hill. I, it was, <laughs> I, I actually had to stop the movie for a minute because I was just yelling, shit, shit, shit. She just killed a baby. Like, I, I, I can't I can't believe they kept that. I can't believe they did that. And so I mean, but- it's, it's overly analyzed. But literally, the, I, I think this is an important save the cat moment because Lucas, all the kids are pieces of shit in this movie. So this is the one True. good thing that Luke does is he stops this baby from yeah. dying. And he, can, he he gets the carriage and immediately all of these witches are like emerge from nowhere and all like start trying to converge on him. And like, I wrote down like, how are witches not getting caught every five minutes yeah, right? in the middle of the day on a crowded beach? Like, yeah, there's yeah, another like, adult there. Just be like, hey, woman, <laughs> uh, the, I don't know these women. They're trying to kidnap me. Hey, that woman literally just pushed my baby down a yeah, hill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. so the baby's one? mom. Oh, the one in the royal purple dress. Yeah. <laughs> The baby's mom was asleep on the bench. Like, uh-huh. yeah, we get it. Mom, it's hard. That doesn't mean <laughs> <laughs> she's tired. She needs a nap. She yeah. was safe. But uh, but then so like she wakes up when the baby gets pushed. And it's like, did you not see who pushed your baby? Like, you're going to you're going to call, you know, the, the cops after that or something like yeah. unless yeah. she's like, oh, I want to be a witch. And this is how this like you get initiated or whatever. That's the weirdest hazing ever. Your baby dies and therefore you're a witch. Therefore you you are the witch. All children to die again. Luke's misogynistic. (laughs) Luke stops the carriage. She's like, nah. (laughs) 
I am I am sorry. I was in. I was in, and then you saved it. Damn it! I, I mean, in fair, it's us. It's us riffing on the the ideas of a very questionably moral man. Uh yeah. So, but so he's but he ultimately uh, escapes and he goes back to his room. And uh, I, I hope you like fake outs where you think grandma's dead because he gets back to the room and grandma is still in her fucking diabetic coma and won't wake up. Uh, and then also the Grand Witch is waiting for him in the room. And she, so after all that chase, she just immediately gets kidnapped and taken yeah. back to the ballroom. Yeah. And then here, here's the trauma, everyone. Like, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. that first witch scene, but he is pinned down to the table. Ugh. Like, I, in my gut, I remembered every second of this. He, he is pinned down to the table while the laughing faces, yeah, all the close angle, all the wide angle close ups everywhere in this scene. Just all up on these faces of these these witches surrounding him, cackling in madness. And 48, 49 minutes in, Lucas transformed. And this one, instead of seeing it from the outside, we get his POV as he shrinks down. You see his clothes enveloping and all the faces staring at him. And I'm like, this, this fucked me up as a kid. This is this the is one part of the movie I remember seeing. Like, mm-hmm. like no other context for it. And actually, I think my grandma has or had the book at one point. And like, I read like a small snippet of it and i was like oh whatever i don't care also he takes they give him the dose and before he transforms he like kind of starts break dancing a little bit <laughs> yeah he's like, what, what? He's, trying to, like he's like he's trying to work his way out he's like look if i dance i'll win their hearts with my sweet now, sweet moves now watch me whip now watch me nay nay <laughs> he invented the whip and nay nay yeah uh, he's something like marge simpson here we get riff there's a Angelica Houston makes a couple rookie villain mistakes in this movie. Uh, and the first one is letting the hero go because they're not worth your time. Yeah. It takes five seconds to kill them. Like, well, she's trying to kill him, but then he like gets into the wall. And like, if I saw a mouse and that ran through the wall, I'd be like, well, that problem's taken care of. Yeah. 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 Well, I did write at this point. Well, now he's cute. He is. No, That's the thing. My, after that horrifying trauma, my next note is the puppet looks great. He's so fucking. It's cute. so for the yeah. <laughs> so, so Bruno and and Luke are both mice at this point, and they do it's a combination of like real mice running across and doing different like little runs, but then also they have these puppets and they look amazing. They it's do. so yeah. good. There is a line where uh, Bruno is talking to Luke and um, asking about his grandma, and you know what happened and he says maybe it was a witch or maybe it was just her diabetes that's my favorite know. line that is the I, line i had to stop tattooed on my chest. i had to stop the movie because <laughs> i was <laughs> laughing so hard what? he didn't say diabetes oh, diabetes he, he said diabetes maybe what maybe it was the witch or maybe it was her diabetes. But like, yeah, I, I still a, hold on, hold on. You live in a world where literal witches exist. What makes you think it's the diabetes? Because it I was. Mean, I, I think it might have been. I mean, the witches slipped her sugar, but I'm pretty sure it is just sugar. I mean, it's a little in- of column A, a little of column B. Yeah. Uh, oh boy! I also oh I did God. like as much as I dislike Bruno this entire movie. I got yeah. one legit laugh out of him, and that's when he realizes he's a mouse. He goes, "Good lord!" Yes, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. This I'm gonna talk through because they 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 adjust so quick. That's my laugh. next note. Is like Luke figures it out. Just Luke goes, "I don't believe it. I could talk." Next note: I'm a mouse. 
hey bruce you're a mouse too oh well this is fine let's go to my grant like it's they're they're like they are now i'm going to climb a wire <laughs> i do like bruce's note or when he says good lord i'm not too keen on being a mouse <laughs> yeah it's they they have it's as if they're like oh no my uh, my shoes have been untied yes <laughs> the disappointment i felt though when william and mary couldn't talk Oh, I was so yes. upset. I was so upset too. So the disappointing. disappointment I felt not remembering most of the details when it turns out him having mice for pets and being transformed into a mice have absolutely no connection whatsoever. None. None. <laughs> it's one of the things the movie does. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I, it makes more sense in a book. You introduce just mice as a theme. So you're thinking about mice. You could teach kids about mice. But yeah. in a movie, I'm like, you do these things. You spend this real estate of your film. Because it matters, but none yeah. of it matters. And he abandons them. Yes. He gets them back eventually, to be fair. Yeah, but not by his own like doing. Oh, yeah. He he's fine. He's fine abandoning them for their life. <laughs> he immediately moves on. He's like, I'm not a mouse anymore. I'm now a mouse. This is fine. I'm gonna live my grandma's a mouse. Yeah. I do feel like there's a missed opportunity though, because when they get um out of the inside of the walls and they're getting ready to do the the game of Frogger that is to get across the uh, the lobby of this hotel. They're watching as everyone's walking by, and then Luke looks at Bruno and says, "All right, we're gonna go when I say go, go, go." And it's like the way that I, my my brain snapped trying to understand like how would Bruno know when to go? You just said go like five times in a row. I, Chris, I feel like you're just identifying with Bruno too much and I you're just like, I don't you're like, like if I'm a mouse, I really I need, don't I need like time. It. I need time and space to deal. And this kid is rushing him on. And I actually, I think this, now that I'm watching it and thinking about it, it's a good thing that the kids don't react. Cause like it's fucking traumatizing. Watch them be transformed into mice. Yeah. So it's kind of good for the kids watching that the film teach you like, it's fine. They're not bothered. You shouldn't yeah. be bothered. It's a movie. Can I comment on this like poor front desk associate who has to deal with fucking Mr. Jenkins mansplaining and yelling at her and mm -hmm. like just being like the worst hotel clientele of mm -hmm. all time. And like her face, I'm like, she might be one of the witches, but she is pissed at this guy. <laughs> like so She can't do him. shit about it. Yes. It's just like, yes. oh, yeah. Uh, during the Frogger sequence, though, the kids continue to adapt so quickly. Like, it's great. I don't have to go to school anymore. I guess I have to watch out for cats, but it's cool. Like, yeah, they're, he they're says, nonplussed. They don't care. He says, mice only have two enemies, humans and cats. And I'm just sitting here last night on my couch screaming, are we not forgetting about the actual witches that live in this world? <laughs> wow. Witches don't. Uh, Chris doesn't think that uh, witches are human. Interesting. I was Interesting. so upset by this. <laughs> Sorry. I did write down also here that Bruno is not an ideal buddy in a caper. No. Not at all. Oh, and I'm not either. He's not an ideal buddy in any situation. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, you, you don't take me on a caper. I'm, I'm not good. I'm going to slow you down. <laughs> it's, I love you, buddy, Chris. You're you're a good companion for a lot of things. If I'm planning a caper, you're not my first call. No, <laughs> and that's fine. And I and I take no insult on that at all. Please. Antic, maybe. If it's an antic, sure. Yes. Chris, antic Chris a good or, buddy like, antic. or like a, a rom-com setup, you got me, man. I'm there for Perhaps you. a shenanigan. Oh, Chris, again. you're obviously my best friend in the rom-com. You're the one getting there like... Did you? How'd it go, man? Oh, man? Like, yeah, you're the guy who's super horny for. We, we already established Chris is a bit part in an Ivan Reitman comedy. Yes. <laughs> uh, I just need to but meet this son. 
I lo- so my note, check out my journey. They get to the second floor, sneaking across to grandma's house. I walk out and I went, the maid kissed Mr. Bean? Oh, damn, they fucking... Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was like, I was like, that's a weird thing, and I was like, wait a minute, she, they're I, like they the realization is dawned on me that they're fucking. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. That's wild. Gun mm-hmm. to my head, I would not have even fathomed when you picked this movie that it would be as horny as it is. Like, what? Yeah. Why? Why can't we? We cannot get away from it. It's <laughs> it, true. It's a children's movie. It's our brand, Chris. And the woman fingered herself in it, and I'm not great with this right now. Oh boy! All right, so they 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 the mice get back to grandma. I love this great exchange. He's he's catching grandma up, and they and like after she finds out, just kind of like rhetorically, she goes, "Oh, what have they done?" And he goes, "Turn me into a mouse." <laughs> like, yeah, she gets that, buddy. Don't worry. I, this is where I said I like this kid so much better as a mouse. Like he's mm-hmm. just way he's better. Charming. He's charming. you're not wrong. He's better as a mouse. <laughs> Grandma has a look on her face when she sees him as a mouse where you literally are just thinking like there's not tobacco in those cigars, are there? Like grandma is riding (laughs) high this entire time. And also she adapts to him being a mouse like that. Like it's a family trait. They're all fine with it. (laughs) They're all Mm -hmm. fine with it. There's nothing that no one's not fine with. Chris, she killed the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a, a talking mouse is oh, nothing. I do love Bruno because he does remember that Luke promised dry roasted nuts, and he's like, "Yeah, he said the, you have dry roasted nuts." Yeah, Bruno. Bruno gets his. I I, I respect that. Uh, yeah. I, who I don't respect is Bruno's dad because we get a brief scene of him in the lobby, and he is checking out Angelica Houston. And I'm like, "Buddy, keep walking. You can't land Angelica <laughs> Houston." <laughs> This also has to be such a sexy time when you're just like, you know what? There's conferences at hotels and we're just going to we're going to see what we can get into. I get it. If you're a stuffy English, like middle aged dude and you see Angelica Houston, it's like. But my favorite character in this whole movie is his wife. She has no lines. She has no lines, but she has some of the greatest moments. Excuse me. (laughs) She has such classic lines as. Eek. Eek. Eek a mouse jump up on chair. <laughs> but she has the best like faces of I will mm-hmm. I will take your dick and cut yeah. it off. There's a moment in a little bit because there are a couple of different cuts, like when he when the when uh Luke goes on his like solo caper. Yeah. Uh where like it's cutting back and forth to like Mr. Jenkins trying to hit on Angelica Houston. And like Mrs. Jenkins just has this angry moment where she's just cleaning her glasses. And I'm like, oh, that's so mm-hmm. good. <laughs> also, yeah. it's it's a. She's I great. had this as a note earlier when they transform Luke. Then they said that they're going to go to what they call a whiskey and champagne, and that I don't know. Like maybe it's just because like I know you're probably only supposed to pick one or the other, but those two things don't go together very. And honestly, well. it feels like the sort of thing that maybe like English people do because I mean yeah. you know they eat boiled meat and shit. So, uh, uh, uh they. Oh yeah, this solo keeper though. Like, I love that. So the rest of the movie, Grandma keeps being like, "Let's just fucking go. Who cares? <laughs> Let the witches have it." He's like, "Grandma, they're gonna kill every child in England." And she's like, "It will be in America. <laughs> gonna be in America. I go to America. <laughs> the 
bitches haven't been following us everywhere that we go. It's like, oh fine. She's not my mortal enemy who took my finger. It's fine. I also just realized that there could have been at some point because Bruno stays in England, I assume, and Luke goes to America that we could have got us somewhere out there with Bruno and Luke. <laughs> Although actually, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm pretty sure he stays in England because I think the house at the end of the movie is the house that they, oh, he was in earlier. Yeah, but um, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, but yeah. So the plan is, it's like, okay, well, she has the formula in her room because she gave all those details very smoothly earlier in a non-expositional yeah. way. Uh, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna lower, I'm gonna lower you into the room on the balcony. She's fortunately right below Grandma's room, so she's gonna like lower him down in a yarn basket to go and steal the stuff as a mouse because you know. He's probably fine opening it because in my mind, like it's in a giant, probably wooden chest. Yeah. Fortunately, it's I, not. But I'm like, what the fuck is this mouse going to do? <laughs> he's going to gnaw. He's going to gnaw his way in through anything. <laughs> and it's like, I'll slow this. And of course, what's in the witch's room? But a black cat. Duh. Of course, you dummies. And an the black evil, cat. I mean, an evil, evil cat. cat. Actually, I, I, I said cat's cat. defense, though. Gets, <laughs> this, cat, this cat gets yeeted pretty hard later on in this scene. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, he he he's deserved a little bit of revenge. But um, his name is Leapling. Leapshin. 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 Which means love. Oh, my little, yes. my little oh, sweetheart. Oh, also, because uh, there, there's a trivia entry about the cat being named Leapshin, but it also reminded me, uh, where is the entry here, about the German title of this movie? Oh, God. Das the German, the German title. Is it like the childless women? No. <laughs> The hag with a regular job and comfortable shoes? No. <laughs> the German title is Hexen Hexen, which literally means witches practice witchcraft. <laughs> it's so clinical. I love it. Hexes got I a hex, man. It, man. <laughs> it, it feels so German. Like, it feels so German to say it that way. Like, now I want to do a series of just like Germans giving titles like Man must travel once again to his future. <laughs> there is an alien in this film. <laughs> These cats, in fact, do dance. <laughs> yeah, but this like this moment with the cat is so weird. There's a green screen moment where the where the mouse is like dangling over the parking lot, and yeah. like he's just like Grandma, help! I, I Grandma, help! This... And it's just it's like really sad. And like Grandma again can't do shit no like she kind of tricks the cat into playing with the yarn like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah real real trick there gonna be that cat is gonna be a cat like yeah you know they say the greatest trick her grandma ever played was convincing your cat she had a ball of yarn Mm. well she did kill the devil so yeah uh yeah Um. they (laughs) with this kid okay once he gets past the cat i was like this kid falls ass backwards into success what is he me (laughs) because he's just like Oh, I wonder where it could be. I tripped into a book. Oh, look, the book's full of the formula. Well, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. I called this the Rube Goldberg mouse maze. Yes. Yeah. It's like, he's just like, doop-a-doop-a-doop, like falling over and things are landing properly. He, and then, like, he, he Mr. Beans his way to the formula. He, does. he does. sure it, does. But the dialogue with him speaking out loud about what he's doing, it sounds like they just shown, they showed the kid the footage of the mouse and said, describe what the mouse is doing. Okay. 
well, I guess I'll go up here and I'll walk over this. I mean, that was a studio note to like the mouse doesn't say anything. Kids need words to pay attention. It's true. (laughs) Uh, They see this scene is book in book in meaning mouse opens book. (laughs) (laughs) I need your the German audio description of every movie from now on. Yes. A mouse is standing next to a book. The book has now fallen open inside of the book. We see formula. There's the formula the boy has been searching for. <laughs> I could, honest to God, go to sleep to that sound every night. <laughs> the ass to the other ass. Oh, God. No. No. Who's, who's watching? No. God damn it, Brian. Pooping back and forth. Forever. forever. Why would you do that? <laughs> Don't worry, yeah. Brandon. Brandon took it to the more heartwarming place. Oh, yeah. Me, just me and you and everyone we know. Yeah. <sighs> oh boy. Something uh, warm. I don't know if it's my heart. Put it away. Like put it. away. Put away our childish Aronofskis and return <laughs> to the light of Miranda July. <laughs> yeah. So long story short, the the Grand Witch comes back and sees the grandma dangling string, but it's like, oh well, I guess that was nothing. <laughs> I just wanted to play with your poos poos or whatever. She, she recognizes the grandma as an old nemesis of hers, oh. but she seems so unconcerned. She considered she considers no no worry at all that the grandma. Th- might yeah, be this up is this something. is her second rookie mistake. Is that it's like saying you'll deal with someone later? No, 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 no. Deal with it now. Deal with it now. Okay. Deal with it now. <laughs> this is this is gonna get weird. But do you, you know, think? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> think that like so, grandma and the the grand witch master woman were like fighting and she was like 12 yeah. and she got her period like right as the witch like ripped <laughs> also, her finger off wo- yeah, and so then, then no she was a woman a she's like oh I guess you're just you know like my sexual nemesis now instead of like my ultimate nemesis I don't know if it was quite like moment of first period but I do imagine <laughs> I do imagine the witch trying to kill the grandmother failing and then eventually like the, the witch grew up to like a 20 something no longer smells like dung to the witch and then yeah. Angelica Houston's like Mm, looking pretty good there, Norwegian girl. But why did she? Or how, but why did she lose her pinky? Oh, that, she fought the devil. I don't know. Un- unrelated I, incident. That's on yeah. People. It had nothing to do with witches. No, those, the they show it so much that they. I need a reason. You know, the whole thing—a potato slicer was a really yeah. bad day. You know what, Chris? I need a reason why Luke survives being stepped on. Holy shit. Oh my god, yes. He's escaped with uh, the bottle and just not ambiguous, straight up stepped on by a human. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, I feel so bad for this little mouse actor because they just tied that little bottle to that mouse and made him run around. I Yeah, that sucks. I don't like that. I, that, that it was like the it's fucking Frank Cross going, just staple the antlers to his head. Yeah, I was like, I didn't. I was upset by that. I mean, the filmmakers aren't the only ones with terrible plans because Grandma is like, "Well, I guess we better go tell Bruce's parents that he's been transformed into a mouse by witches." By the way, there are secretly witches in the world. Also, there's a whole convention of them here. This is your son, the mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not well thought out on her. <laughs> and then Bruno doesn't help by refusing to talk to them. It's just too busy chowing down on the dry peanuts in Grandma's purse. <laughs> and then he immediately goes for the olives on the table. But Bruce's parents sucks. Well, the, the dad sucks so much. Like the mom is yeah, just traumatized. So and it's like seeing there drinking herself into a stupor. He's like, we always sit at this table. Like this is their sexless oh. retreat they go on every year. We we, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but you, you do yourself a favor and go back and watch when uh, Angelica Houston is trying to leave and Mr. Jenkins is talking to her. 
while he's like shaking her hand and holding her hand or whatever, he's using his thumb and rubbing in between her <laughs> fingers. Like I, I actually gagged for half a second while watching it, but it also, it just proves how big of a piece of shit this man is. He's the worst. The apple doesn't far awesome. fall from the tree. <laughs> or Bruno. He's, he's played by, um, hold on. I wrote it down. Cause I love him. Bill Patterson, who is the dad in Fleabag and oh like, my God, Oh is. my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh the this uh, yeah so we see yeah the grandma gets like yelled at chased out as a crazy woman and they throw the cat at angelica houston yeah uh, uh bruno's mom's not the only torture person because we get the poor secretary to the head witch is getting screamed <gasps> at again she's like you don't get to come to dinner you have to go up to the room and do paperwork or some shit i'm like don't mistreat your staff man like this is it's they're gonna it's turn gonna against come back. you it comes mm-hmm. back it comes come back. back and meanwhile we get this beautiful scene of uh, the the sexed up maid um, going through Angelica Houston's perfumes and stuff. And she finds the 86 and she just like dabs it on her neck and like down her shirt. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's no. so good. And she has kind of like that gross hair, too. So I thought she was a witch. I'm like, do you not know what you're putting on your? And I guess Chris, she's not actually a witch. It's purple eyes and no toes. Without that's what you gotta look for. But not just her crazy hair, because she's okay. constantly fucking Mr. Bean. She has sex yeah. hair. Yeah, she oh. does have sex God hair. Damn it. That's what's that's going on. Really, yeah. yeah okay. That's that's okay. that's why I was confused because she kissed him. I was like, oh, her hair's all messed up. And then I was like, holy shit, they fucking. Yep. Uh, that's that's I just got fucked hair. And then she has to clean the room. And then she has to clean the room where they did it. And then yeah, yeah. Yes, it it's a also, rude. No, no, no. No, actually, <laughs> no, but you're that, coming no. at it from the wrong angle. It it does it for her. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's part yes. of the kink. That's it's part of the, the kink. Yeah, it's that's the, the, which it's we don't shame up. on this podcast. <laughs> also, I'm glad we fulfilled our mission statement of explaining something to Chris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, educational. <laughs> yeah. But at this point, the plan basically is for Luke's going to sneak in. Apparently, there's a special soup that only the witches are eating. It's only for the witch party, and he's going to dump the bottle of transformation, yeah. uh, the Formula 86, into the soup, so that way all the witches are transformed into mice. And so, and the grandma goes downstairs, and this is when she does what I call the "I'm not suspicious" shuffle, yeah. <laughs> where they, where they, Angelica Houston and uh, uh, Grandma see each other, and they both just kind of are like, "I'm not following you." Oh, you're, oh, sorry, you're not following me. I'm not following you. Oh, are you following? No. And then Grandma no. just does a 180 yeah. and runs out of the situation. <laughs> But then she like stumbles into the fucking kitchen. It's like, I'm just going to lay on top of this pile of potatoes. It's normal. I'm an old woman. <laughs> oh, she's English. They do that. And I'm, I'm like, well, she's Norwegian. Uh, I'm oh, yeah, like, you're right. I love that. Apparently it's true. Cause that's why I talk about old people shoplifting. Like once you're a certain age, it's like, Aaron's is like, whatever. <laughs> you you're so want. fucking old. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Uh, there's just so many fun little things in this the sequences he's trying to get to the soup. The chef with the veal, someone sends back the veal. Oh, saying it's, it's too not, tough. It's too tough. It was I bet it was Mr. Jenkins, that piece of shit. It was. Yeah. And he fucking just like slaps it against the trash can. He's like, Ugh. there we go. Now it'll be great. Don't it's, ever it's, piss off a chef. No. Don't piss no. off the chef. I, I never send food back if like they forget to take something out. Like if they give me the wrong oh, no. like item, I'm like, can I have the I, food I paid for, but like, yeah, I'm not sending something back that I know that they're gonna send me the same exact thing because I'm like, that I oh no, I mean, like, there's no point, like, I'm just underpaid and overworked, like, yeah. I get yeah. it, yeah, because I don't go to nice restaurants where there's like well paid people, no, no, I'm too poor for that, shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, same. Same. but 
yeah uh, oh then we also get another like horned up Rowan Atkinson scene because he goes to to make out with his lady friend and he, that's when he finds out that where she put the formula on she has a fucking rat fuzzy neck which means I don't know if you're paying attention she definitely got some fuzzy boobs now and she mm-hmm. made squeaks she went <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. when she discovered it <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh, Ratatouille just straight up stole this shit right yeah yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because he's he's successful and and drops in the the you know turn children into mice drops. Uh, so which which I don't know which there's more of the formula eighty six or salt because the there's a witch preparing the soup and she's just like pouring salt and like the, well, and the head the, chef well, yeah. the head chef stops her is like hey um that's a little too much salt and she's like hey, watch me. And I was Here's like, the thing, Brian, when, when all the world smells like dung, you you've you do everything you can to kill your taste buds. So you need that much salt to be able to see taste the everything. thing. The thing I wrote down, though, is that it's like it's not going to be the formula 86 that kills the witches. It's the high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it might, I think it's a problem like the ancient Romans. You guys know about like the, the plant that the ancient Romans ate to extinction. Uh, so basically, there's plumbing in Rome, but it was lead and was yeah. lead poisoning all the Romans which was killing their sense of taste. And turns out we fucking missed out because there was, by all accounts, there was uh, some type of spice or plant or herb that all it does is like intensify the flavor. It was like this magic fucking herb that just intensifies the flavor of whatever you add it to. And Romans ate it into extinction because all their taste buds were dying from lead poisoning. Fucking A, man. It's wild. It's like when Homer yeah. gets all of his taste buds burn off and then they come back and he can't. Yeah. It's yeah. Speaking of uh, wild though is so the, the witch, the witch who works in the kitchen, because witches are everywhere. So the witch who is one of the chefs in the kitchen, she tastes the soup after the formula gets dumped in and she gets transformed. Well, we, we know she's she- eating the soup because in a moment of all text, <laughs> Luke <laughs> says she's eating the soup. And then she <laughs> licks the spoon. She does. She looks like it's yeah, like it's like it's full of ice cream. Like it's Angelica Houston's ass, and she's all up in it. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yeah, and so she gets yeah. So then, like twenty five or however many whatever I can't remember how long they make her wait, but she transforms into a mouse, and then she's running around trying to get to the dining room to tell him, and she gets fucking squished. Angelica Houston does it. She just actually she gets exploded into green goop. I, I had to stop gross. for a minute there too because it's the second time in this movie I'm just yelling "Oh shit!" at my TV because I, I mean, it just splats everywhere. It it's green. It's horrifying. And yeah. Angelica Houston just rolls with it because she just <laughs> kills a mouse. She's like, "Anyway, how is your food?" She screams, "A child!" and she pushes it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, uh, the- we forgot that Luke got part of his tail chopped off oh yeah. Yes. oh yeah that was also yeah so he's running around he got his fuck yeah he's running around and they're chasing after him in the kitchen and someone with a cleaver just chops off a chunk of his tail and once again he's fine with it he has no distress at all in this movie what part of the tail is the little boy seems fair we don't know if it's one-to-one he could have grown that tail because he does because oh, okay. actually doesn't you say he'll grow a tail yes isn't that one yeah. of the steps that actually yeah. performed for yep. us yes uh, okay so if you grow okay. a tail a tail didn't transform it grew Okay. Okay. I can live with that. Good good check though. You want to make sure he's not like missing a foot or something when he yeah. changes back. Because again, I thought like, oh, maybe grandma was a mouse once before and she lost I don't know why it would be the pinky or how she would lose the pinky, but that's oh, that's a good thought. But that would mean something they set up it has a purpose, and that's not how this yeah. movie rolls. 
But I also got distracted by uh, Bruno's father yelling, I don't want cockaliki. <laughs> yeah. The, he, doesn't uh, want co- he wants the crest soup. That the so many details. So many details in this. Also, yeah. we didn't mention this going in. When the, when the grandma dropped him off, like, she's like, all right, 815 exactly. That's when we'll do this. I'm like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we find out it's the worst fucking plan ever. Because basically, it's yeah. a plan to get him out of the kitchen. Which I'm like, he's a mouse. Just have him like sneak out of a small hole in the kitchen. Yeah. And instead, what it is is at eight fifteen exactly. She breaks a glass, and Luke hides in what they apparently know to be the only dustpan in the hotel, which is located mm-hmm. in the kitchen. So then that way, the dustpan will get carried out to the grandma's table and then sat on the table next to her. So much has to happen for this to go right. I'm like, just have him sneak out. What is it? It's, it's like in Ocean's Eleven where the plan is like, all right, walk out the exit door at exactly this time. But I, I'll tell you this. The climax of this movie, like I was kind of on board with the movie. Like, OK, I'm enjoying this movie. Like this subsequent, like five, ten minutes is absolutely beautiful. Like just it's great. I love chef's it. kiss. Just yeah. Uh, although one one exception I would change, and I wrote down this note, dot, 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 maybe let Jenkins have the soup. Yeah. Also yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of I kind of wish, and then you could have the wife, like, actually talking and just being be like, so I'm good, in control and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, because that picture thing where she picks up the husband, she's like, she's like oh, I think that's enough of that now, and, like, puts him in his per- her purse and, like, smiles, and then she grabs, like, his whiskey and takes a drink, or and now really- you see that she is free. Or really yeah. darker movie, she just flattens him and is like, I'm "That's a pretty bomb dark. Now. That that is maybe a bridge too far." <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. I believe it's, it's Chris's I be- demo. <laughs> I believe but, it's here, like during the during the mice shenanigans, oh. that the IMDb parents guide ha- uh, has to note. Um, is this an intense scene? Yeah, I mean, not not since the violence in Paycheck, where a man is pushed. <laughs> in this movie. Not since that. Under frightening and intense scenes, a woman faints. Oh, no. oh wow. So they didn't give Oof. a shit about this mouse biting Angelica Houston in the tits. Nope. Like, because that happens. That does uh, happen. I don't see that. I mean, there's like 20 notes about the people getting turned into a mouse. Yeah. Like, because, uh, yeah, just, yeah, at this point, basically, the, the, the glorious climax, all the witches being turned into mice. And as I just wrote down the mouse witch monster, because there is, it's just great effects. They all look great. They, they do mid transformation. And then also Angelica Houston obviously can't turn into a regular mouse. She's like this weird mousy witch monster. That's like slightly larger. It's just great. It's great. I love it. It's super good. And then Rowan Atkinson comes in and actually chucks a mouse. Yes. I was, I, <laughs> I was on board with everything until Mr. Bean yeeted a mouse against a wall. Oh, that's what you want. That was your violent moment. Mine was, it's not even like nondescript violence happening in the background or that. Yeah. Uh, what happens the, at the end of our grand witch is grandma traps her under a vase <laughs> oh, yeah. or a pitcher or whatever it is. And then goes to Mr. Bean like, hey, there's a big one trapped under there. And then we see in the background, Mr. Bean walk up with a hatchet. Lift up the face and fucking just chop. Just like kills, just violently slices her in half. I think that one doesn't bother me as much, though, because it's like so clearly a rubber puppet that's just being like transformed. He he chucked a real mouse, guys. (laughs) 
Chris, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that was probably not an actual mouse. I really, yeah, I'm guessing it was either like one that doesn't move at all or like a slightly animatronic puppet or something. Oh, don't worry, Chris. It was already dead when I threw it. Yeah, Chris, it's not like it's not like a 70, it's not from 1970. They weren't like, do whatever you want with animals. They weren't like, let's (laughs) electrocute some elephants. It just made me so sad. Um, and then fucking Bruno, did anyone else notice that? when his father spills the soup Bruno picks up like an oyster cracker dips it in the soup and gets ready to eat like Bruno you're already a mouse man you can't you can't be more mouse like don't well you you know in for a penny in for a pound (laughs) I was kind of here's the thing though uh, you know Maybe maybe just let Bruno live his life, guys. Yeah, I guess he's not going to live much longer. Like you see, his say all all twenty <laughs> minutes of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. that gets dark in a moment. Uh, Luke asks, "How long do mice live?" I'm like, "Jesus Christ, movie." And I did write when he says, "Don't cry, mum. You'll get used to me." <laughs> she didn't. She never did. It oh, never boy. got used to it. They chucked him in the trash when they left the hotel. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so we see everyone. Yeah, after after the chaos, we see everyone leaving the hotel. A bunch of exterminators are pouring up to the hotels or leaving. And also, then as Grandma and Luke drive away, we see the secretary who wasn't there, didn't eat the soup, staring out the window. Oh yeah, we we get a intent. we get a random cut to her in the middle of like the chaos where she's yeah. just like, I didn't even want to be down there anyway. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I was like, is Blondie now the Grand High Witch? Like, I mean, she's the only one left in Lon- in England apparently. Mm. Yeah. But then we, uh, yeah, so we, that's, they ride off, they go back to London, home, grandma. Yeah, and then, but before they leave, though, there's an important moment where he has to run back into the hotel with a a tag for their luggage. uh, You say important, but. It's not really important, but I guess it's kind of. Well, it it sets up more, it sets up more other movies I want to see. Because, yeah, basically they get back to the house and then. Uh, the trunk is delivered. It was the Grand High Witch's trunk, which is first off full of all the money that they were going to use to buy every sweet shop in England. Mm-hmm. Also, Luke built his murder palace. He built his yeah, murder palace. And then also they get they get a booklet containing the address and name of every witch in America. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, give me a sequel with Grandma Witch Slayer just yep. going mm-hmm. through America, mm-hmm. taking out these witches. With her what mouse a good movie that would be. Hell yes. Yeah. But this is also yeah. So Lucas just settled in. He's he's like going up into his murder house, talking to Grandma. He's like, "It's fine. I'm I'm good." And she's like, "Maybe I can find a good witch to transform you back." And I'm like, "Bitch, a good witch? Where's this been? You've been training this kid to murder women on sight." It's true. Although I got distracted here because this little bastard sleeps in the Ghostbusters firehouse. I didn't even have the Ghostbusters firehouse. Aww, so funny. So upset. To be fair, though, if I may say, this was the uh, most in, traumatic part of the movie for Chris. It was. Say, yeah, <laughs> it was. In, in terms of Chris digging up past traumas, this has been a pretty. This is this is the lightest week we've had. It's a, oh, I didn't get the story. Well, yeah, because you picked an actual kids' film, which, by the way, yeah. this shouldn't be a kids' film. It should not. But then, then okay, so evil secretary, sneaky secretary, come up towards the house, and then she gives a crazy maniacal laugh, mm-hmm. like an insane, to kill him. insane laugh. And then she transforms him back into a kid. And we get some nice reverse body horror. Yeah, I didn't need yeah. a weird naked kid. I'm just going to throw that out. I, I'm like, I think I must have wished on a monkey's paw or something because we almost got Swayze dick. We almost got Goldblum dick. I didn't want little kid fuzzy dick. Like, Actually, she's like, oh, I just want to, I just want to see the dick of one of the leads of these movies. And then the monkey's paw uh, curled. No, no, not what I wanted. 
Although I did think it was nice that we all know how to make a good witch now. It's by killing her shitty witch boss. Yeah. Free but her. Here's the thing, though. Like the, the, the witch points out, I wrote in all caps, see, it is class versus class. It is not witch versus children. Mm-hmm. Rise up, eat the rich. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yes. this is a movie about classism. <laughs> yes. yeah, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> Uh, uh, and that's the witches. That's what yes. haunted me since grade school. Uh, I, I'm just, I'll, I'll start us off. It was my pick. I think it's it's a very well made movie. Henson effects are great. Great mm-hmm. puppets. If you're not a child, it's not super traumatizing to watch. I think it's I think it's uh, one man's treasure. I think it's a solid one man's treasure. I think you should give it a watch. It's it's cute and fun. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I I agree. I, I but I think it's you you have to appreciate mm, how bizarre and 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 creepy that it is yeah that's what i said it's one man's treasure it's one yeah. man's treasure not every man's yeah, treasure. I, I agree you're right it is one man's yeah. treasure yeah there's not even a straddling line i think it's firmly a one man's treasure i think i'm like yeah if you, if you can get down with it it's a great movie all right well that that's i i gotta be honest it's kind of healing it was nice to to sort of revisit this movie i haven't watched it since grade school it's it's nice to sort of put some of those fears in context. So I just had these like images of the ballroom and the transformations mm-hmm. and the treehouse that were just attached to like traumatic feelings yeah. And now I feel yeah. like if I see that red ballroom, maybe my heart won't start to race a little bit. That's how I feel about the fly now. All right, Chris, why don't you traumatize me in a different way and tell me some um, horrible shit you found on Amazon? Yeah, I mm, this one's oh. okay. So last week was kind of a was kind of a letdown. Um, Not for so, me. It didn't bum me out. Was well, it though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this week feels kind of similar, but it was interesting. Uh, the witches has a, a really huge cult following. Um, people love it, oh, you know? Oh yeah. So finding a five-star review for this was not hard at all. I was introduced to the avatar that goes by the name crump. crump? <laughs> it's Marge Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, my four-year-old loves it. No, I loved, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love this book. <laughs> I love this book and movie since I was a kid. Decided to give it to my kid since he loves Halloween as much as I do. It was a hit. Minor scary scenes, but he loved it. My baby, however, didn't. <gasps> it scared her a lot. Yeah, you don't fucking say. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to tell like... women what to do, but maybe someone take away this woman's children. <laughs> Ashley, yeah. go. You, I got a couple kids you can have. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay. I find I think my, my opinion is going to be validated what Chris is about to say. Uh, yeah, I think you might be. Um, so <laughs> she gave a f- one star, sorry, a five star review to what is called a puff and fluff dog dryer. And the no. only way I can describe this is no, it is a sealable poncho for your dog <gasps> with leg holes, and it has a hose that you attach to a hair dryer. <laughs> And you inflate your dog till your dog is dry. Okay. It lets me play all my violent Beauregard fan fiction. <laughs> yes. Um. Whew, okay, here we go. She says five stars. The dog won't use it. Oh, no, 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 no. But it is awesome. My kids love it. And there it is. And I don't have to waste time drying them off with a towel anymore. <laughs> no. Well, Essie, take this woman's children. Well, minus the one-year-old, she's still too small. 
five stars. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kickstarter, uh, Patreon, new Patreon goal. Get enough money for Ashley to go take this woman's children. <laughs> like, it sounds like she's got at least two babies. Just like Not okay. Not okay. Oh Making them watch the witches of that age and then drying them in a dog dryer. I'm just <laughs> imagining. <laughs> but it is kind of funny to imagine. You know, like, it's just... Also, but however, I do imagine me saying this and then smash cut to all my friends who are parents being like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> like, just like drugged out, no like, sleep. Like, that's fine. If it gets them to go to sleep even two minutes faster, I don't care. Like, oh, wait, it actually gets them dry. They don't run around the house wet and naked. Cool. Yeah, yeah I, I'm buying one right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Well, there's only... There's only one thing I could save me from that, and that's the definitely not pre-recorded section of the movie game. Movie, movie. <laughs> All right, halfway through, Ashley, you're surviving so far. I'm proud of you. Hang in there. Yeah, you've had you have had two of the Ashley scared stupid movies down. This yes. is presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we move into the. I'm gonna just say rockier territory, like just because. Just because I knew what I was picking, uh, I yeah, knew yeah. you. I knew you'd be able to manage. We'll see what we'll see what uh, Brian and Chris have in store for you the back half of the month. Starting with Brian, Brian, take us to the movie game. All yes. right, my movie is from the grand year of two thousand three. It's rated PG thirteen. It runs an hour and twenty six minutes, and its genres are fantasy, horror, mystery. Have we talked about any of the lead actors on this before? You prep for it. He's looking this up. Here's the thing. Uh, that's not an answer to the question I asked, but go Give ahead. There is all but like, there is like nobody in this movie of like, that like I could like identify as like, oh yeah, readily. I know that person from another thing. There's one person in a small scene at the beginning. Gotcha, okay. Who I've seen in other things, but so the rest of it, but there okay. are two different actors who have been in different previous episodes. Is this a series, part of a series? No. All so right. Okay, so standalone. Is it like Sherlock Holmesian type of mystery where there's like detective? Honestly, I feel done? like mystery is a little misleading. Like there, like there's sort of a the mystery element is. Yeah, who's they, doing all these murders? What kind of, except yeah. we as the audience yeah. know who's doing all these murders. Oh. Oh, okay. So there are murders. Okay. Murders per se, like they, is, is the is the perpetrator or the villain or the the evil doer are they our main character? No. Okay. Okay. Supernatural is a really broad term. Let's narrow it down. Are we talking ghost or creature? Ghost. Ghost. Okay. Is it one specific ghost or multiple ghosts? One specific ghost. Is Chris? it Casper the friendly Wait. ghost? Oh, you said one specific ghost. Damn it. Because I was thinking maybe it was thirteen ghosts. No, that's why I asked. Yeah. That was that was wow. another potential backup. Now that's that I think about movie it, too, I love that movie. So one ghost is the ghost. Is the ghost like bound to one location? Is there a haunted house, or is it they like haunting the town at large? The town. The town at large. Oh, oh, oh! Darkness Falls. Yep. Yes. Darkness Falls. <laughs> I've <laughs> never good. heard of this movie. That one is. It dramatic. is spooky. Spooky, yeah. It's Spooktown. Basically, the the premise is that there's it's the the this ghost who is like nicknamed the Tooth Fairy, because like it was basically this this old woman who was uh, stealing children's teeth. Yeah, (laughs) but like, and then but they thought that like they think that she kidnapped these children, and so they they burn her at the stake, and then the later the children show up unharmed. 
And it's like, whoops, our bad. And so basically now her, that the curse is that she, she'll visit children. It's like, she visits children on the night they lose their last tooth. But if they, if anyone lays eyes upon her, they'll forever be marked for her vengeance. And basically, so then it's like the main character see, like, sees it. the ghost yeah. and it's a pretty like, good movie. yeah, like it's, it's fun. Like, and like basically that, but basically the thing is like, she can only, she can't be in, she can't bear the light. She can only exist in the darkness. So she'll she can't you. be seen. She, she much like drag Queens can have overhead light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, so Brian, I'm, I'm guessing you're not a Buffy angel guy, right? I've barely watched any Buffy. Okay. That's like, cause Emma coffee, Emma Caulfield Ford's in this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a name that I did. I, I saw that she had done it. She's done a lot of stuff, but yeah, she was just in one division. All right, well, until next week when we go for Darkness Falls, Brian's pick, re-revisiting a tooth fairy and also another spooky movie for Ashley Scared Stupid. So, Brian, if you would like to follow us on our uh, Instagram and our Facebook, where are our social media links? Uh, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Trash Watch Podcast. We are on Twitter at Trash Watch Cast. And you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Trash Watch. Excellent. Appreciate it. Yes. So until next week for Darkness Falls, I've been Chris. I'm Brian. I'm Brandon. I'm Ashley. None of us are witches. None of us. (laughs) I refuse. I love children. My toe, my toe, my toes are too pointy. Smell like dog shit. She's gonna kidnap a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fuck! I fucked it up. Fucking god, (laughs) fucker. That's the new tag. That's the new tag. That's the new tag. Every fucking week. God damn it.